Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Ah, oh, here we go. Tuesday. Tuesday. We are here. Do you have people in your life that call it Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Just you. Just me. Just you. Uh, thank you to Cheryl Crow for our national anthem. Uh, good morning, Casey. Good morning, Remy. Good morning, Meat. Good morning. Uh, happy two-day. Two, 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 2022. Oh, that's today. Yeah, that's why we're celebrating the number two all day today. Are we? All day. Brace yourselves. It's going to be an amazing show. Let's Just prepare. filled. With second best of everything. Great. <laughs> Can't wait for it's, it. It's the only time, apparently, that this is going to happen. Ever. So, like, they always talk about lunar well, yeah, until- eclipses and solar eclipses, and it's not going to happen until, you know, 2056. This is never going to happen again. So, it's a very special day. You're so you saying we won't get to 2,222? We won't. Not with that attitude. You guys might not. I will, because I'm going to be frozen when I'm dead. That's right. Here we so go. I might wake up in that at that time and be like, it did happen again. Here we are. <laughs> and they laughed at me. <laughs> and they laughed at me. And then I get eaten by whatever animals are inhabiting the earth at that time. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> uh, we've got Code of Conduct Babysitters Edition today. We're going to figure out uh, what age is appropriate for babysitters. Mardi Gras. Are you going? Are you staying in? If it was yesterday's weather... Might Heck be going yeah. out. I don't know about that, but it's supposed to be super cold this weekend again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're all tied up in Remy versus Casey again. And then the end of the month seems to be the case all the time. I promise you it's not rigged. This is just how it happens. I feel all charged up after last week, though. I'm ready to come back this month. Yeah. So we're going to do that. We've got Kid Rock and Mitchell 10 Penny tickets up for grabs today. Anything else? I think that's about it. So much Let's more. Get it going. It's two-day. Rainy Tuesday on a two-day. <laughs> <laughs> 923WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. Happy Tuesday. Lots of twos today. 22222. Uh, which led me down a path of like the greatest number twos of all time. Like Bert and Ernie. Let's be honest. Ernie yeah, was, I didn't know what number twos meant when he first said it. Ernie was way cooler than Bert. Bert was kind of uptight, and he kind of made me upset yeah, a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, Dan from Dan and Shay. I think Dan is oh, the number two, oh, even though he's, like, really? billed as the number one guy. Shay, I mean, let's be honest. His name is first. He's got the voice, though. Uh, so, But I like Dan more. I like Dan more. I like Dan more, too. He's, like, the brains behind it all. They're both cool dudes. Don't get me wrong. Just, but if I was yeah. going to hang out with, a, with one of those guys on the weekend, it would be Dan for sure. Right. I mean, Remy, but then Casey. You no, know? we are the same. We are the same. Uh, do you have any number twos that you want to celebrate right now? We're going to do this the entire show, by the way. So you might as well all get day long, now. all day. Hamburg- I got- hamburger I and fries. Start making a list. Fries hamburger are better. Oh man, biscuits and gravy. The gravy's always the best part, <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Jerry too. from Ben and Jerry's. Right? <laughs> right? I don't know Jerry. I don't know him, but their ice cream is great. Yeah, I don't so know Jerry needs, at a personal level. He needs some respect. Oh, he, was, he was responsible for Cherry Garcia. That's all we know. That's funny. <laughs> uh, we are going to get into code of conduct this morning. Uh, some dilemmas that are going down in my household and I think in households across America with what age is the right age to hire a babysitter like what uh what's the most responsible age when when can you leave your kids with another child the age of the babysitter not the age of your children exactly well i mean they are kind of 
Yeah, I guess. We'll talk about it's the scary. next. Remy and Casey. At what age do you think a kid is ready to start babysitting? And I say this because I think 14 is well old enough to be babysitting. Seems However, like it. it got somebody in trouble. Is that what you said, Meat? Yeah, in the state of Georgia, 14 uh, apparently is not old enough. A, a single mom in Georgia during the pandemic uh, was looking for some help. Of course, the the, p- the pandemic put it into everything. Yeah. Like uh, daycares closed, schools closed. So yeah. she had four or five kids nowhere to go and her 14 year old daughter was at home doing the online learning thing so she's like hey my daughter will watch the kids but then the four-year-old boy eventually snuck out of the house he saw his friend playing outside went next door (laughs) then the friend's neighbor or the uh the friend's mom called the cops so the neighbor mom called the cops when she saw a four-year-old come over to their house she saw the four-year-old coming over to the house and probably concerned a little bit why is the four-year-old coming over so uh she called the cops not sure exactly. They don't have details on what happened at that moment. But two weeks later, the cops came back and arrested the mom. With uh, like who, CPS. Yeah, I, I would assume so. So wow. uh, she's facing up to a year in prison and oh a possible fine of $1,000 because her 14-year-old daughter, they're saying uh, she put them in a bad spot, her daughter in a bad spot, the rest of her kids in a bad spot by letting the 14-year-old, 14-year-old watch. This is such a loaded scenario this circumstance because I mean a if a mom's got like no other options I'm it is what I don't know I'm not a parent but yeah. it sounds like she had no other options B a few kids for a freshman in high school to be watching while e-learning and one of them's a four-year-old no thanks impossible <laughs> can't blame that teenager the four-year-old I get it and I kind of get the mom across the street being like if they Something needs to happen, yeah. and yeah. it sounds like somebody needs help, but it, I I don't know that arrest was the case. It was but then a, again, who knows? It was a tricky situation at the beginning of COVID because as they're shutting down these schools and everybody's e-learning, like we had neighbors that quit their jobs because now you've got two kids at home. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. And it sounds like this mother thought that her 14-year-old was capable enough, and I think she still is. It's a four-year-old. It's gonna, like, they're gonna do wild things. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's the nature of a four-year-old. I think that she's perfectly capable of doing this. Uh, I think 14 is definitely old enough. But then that sparked a conversation of, okay, so then what is like the appropriate age? Because the legal age in Illinois is 13? Is 14. 14. Yeah. I didn't realize states had laws on yeah. a certain age that you yeah. had to be. And, and of the, course in, in Missouri, there's, there's, there's no law. <laughs> there's no specified age that we could find. I did find one website that said 11, uh, but th- you could actually leave your child home alone. At the age of nine in Missouri. With fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> With fireworks and a lighter next to them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it got us talking in the studio, like, what what age is the appropriate age for a kid to start babysitting? You we know asked, what I mean? Yeah, we asked on Facebook, yeah. and the, the most common answer was 13. However, it depends on that kid's maturity level and how they can respond in emergencies and what age of a child they're watching. Yeah. Like you're not going to leave a 13 year old with an infant and a toddler most likely, yeah. but you know, like a seven and an eight year old. Sure. Or whatever. How many kids you're watching. I think or she was watching many? four total. That's b- too much. Along with herself as the 14 year old. And it looked like two of them were probably under the age of six maybe as well. Yeah. So that could yeah. also be, a, that could also be a big issue when it comes to like 
the age and how many, how long. This is an all-day thing. Obviously, the four-year-old's going to be like, I'm out! See ya! Right. Going down the street with my friends. <laughs> uh, let us know on Facebook. What do you think? Or text us, 314-699-4766. At what age do you think a kid is ready to start babysitting? This was all prompted by a story of a mom at the beginning of COVID who was kind of stuck. She had to make money, right? And had a 14-year-old and how many other kids? I think four, four other total. kids. Yeah, five total kids, I believe. Five total. And the 14-year-old was watching the other four kids during the day while mom was at work. And I, now that I didn't think about that last time, but I feel like that might be a lot for a 14-year-old. In my mind, I always think of, okay, well, the 14-year-old's going to watch two kids while we go out to eat. We'll be back in a couple hours. You know what I mean? But this is like all day long. This is like eight (laughs) hours plus 14-year-old is probably still doing some sort of e-learning herself anyway. And four kids, that's, I mean, if I, no. Yeah, one of the a, kids might have been like ten, probably. Still, it's a if lot. That helps. It's it's still a lot to a lot to handle for sure. Meet. Is there anybody on the text line there? Yeah, get a lot of texts. One text uh, says it's bad of the neighbor to not knock on the door and confront the mom or the parents first before calling the cops. Yeah, or ask like, do you need help? Yeah, yeah, you need help with anything? Everything going okay? Uh, another text comes in and says it's a four year old. The four year old's just gonna run and do whatever he wants anyways, whether the yeah. mom is there, the daughter's there, whoever it is. I agree with that. And just saying, the four-year-old never got hurt. He just ran out to the neighbor's house, and the yeah. neighbor's mom freaked out. Yeah, the, I think the neighbor's son was outside playing, and he went outside to play yeah. with him or something like that. So a lot of on the on the Facebook page is basically just maturity level and age. Yeah, everybody on Facebook is like, look, 12, 13, 14, that's all fine. But really, it matters if your babysitter can respond in case of emergency and, you know... How, how mature they are in that sense. So here's my question on that. And I think this applies to older people watching your children and younger people. Do they have to drive? Do they have to be able to legally drive? Ooh. Yeah. In case there's an emergency, you got to go to the hospital. There's something like that that comes up. Is that a must? Yeah, I don't. That's a good question. We've got a couple girls that live next door to us who are both very much of age that could babysit our kids. And what's nice about that is their parents are usually home, too. So you've got not only them, but the backup of their parents at Reassurance, home right yeah. next door. So that's that's something to think about. If it's not them, then who is going to be the driver to the hospital? Uber. I mean, 911 is always there if you need it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you can always get an ambulance. But uh, chime in on the Facebook page or you can always text us 314-699-4766-923 WIL on all the socials. What age do you think a kid is ready to start babysitting? So, baseball, the players, the organizations, they've been having a tussle. We don't know if opening day is going to happen on time and I don't know what's going on, but meet apparently you do. Casey, I don't like your stank on that, by the way. She just <laughs> came, she came into that just irritated. Casey's fired up about this. I'm done it. hearing about it. <laughs> just a bunch of hardworking guys trying to get their money and what they deserve. That's all that's happening. Uh, yeah, Major League Baseball and the Players Union, they met again yesterday trying to get some kind of uh, update, trying to have some kind of progress and nothing really happened. Uh, it's still pretty much the same things they're fighting over. Uh, they want uh Better pay for the young guys. They want more revenue sharing so they can pick some money out of the owner's pockets. And it's not going anywhere. Right now, it's like you've got these big topics and they're concentrating on like these small parts of the small topics. And that's where everybody's, you know, Major League Baseball's like, oh, we'll, we'll give a little bit here. You guys give a little bit over here. And no progress is being made. But I thought. Really at all. I thought they said we were starting on time. They me. did. They did. <laughs> 
did. We're supposed to be playing exhibition games. I went and just searched the Cardinals on Google. Are they even down there? Some in of Arizona them. Arizona or Florida, some, wherever they go. Paul uh, Goldschmidt was because he was in on the arguments yesterday. Yachty and, and uh, Wayno still in Forest Park. They're on long toss. I still don't believe you. <laughs> I still don't believe you. They're the I only ones that shocked. can. They're the only ones that can be on the central field that you have to call for reservations <laughs> to get on. <laughs> it's just Yachty and Wayno out there. I just feel like there's there's a sense of normalcy that comes with the start of baseball. I don't really care about spring training, and I don't honestly the the teams are just trying out players at this point and yeah. just. Getting getting them back in the game. But I feel like there's a sense of normalcy that comes from that for me on a schedule. And it's not happened the past three years now, the past three seasons that's been been like up in the air. Like, are we going to play? Are we not going to play? I just hate this. (laughs) I just want it to be over. I know. It's so confusing. I can't imagine being a player right now and trying to figure out what the heck is going on, especially a young guy who has no money and no direction on anything. You're trying to establish yourself. So that's all. That's all crazy. But I, I don't know. Games were they, they said we're going to start on time. Then they pushed it back for spring training games to March 5th. That's probably going to get delayed, I would assume, as well, unless something happens here soon. But I think we're, I still think we're looking at a delayed start to the season. Ugh. I don't think it's going to be like a shortened spring training. I don't know how you can really do that and how keep guys healthy. How much of a delay? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I said a couple weeks back, I think if it's like a week-long delay, it's going to be like, if it's anything, it's going to be a three, four weeks, I, I could see, wow. in the regular season. Casey? I got nothing. You know my thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Get it together, you girlies big sissies. out there pulling each other's hair. Like, <laughs> they don't pull each other's out. hair. I would, I that would start a fight. I wouldn't be shocked. You go pull Yachty's hair. See how that works. I, like, you're not my friend. I can't get on that field in Forest Park. Are you joking? He's got neck tats. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not my friend. Thank you for the update. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate the nothing update. Uh, thank you, me. Oh, gee, thanks, guys. On that. No. I, I Honestly, I wish there was some progress in the right direction, but at least we've got a little bit of an at update. At least we know. Yeah. yeah. They're still out there doing a whole bunch of nothing, making money. Remy and Casey. A little uh, riddle for you. The dirtiest part of your kitchen is only clean once in its life. Any guesses? Trash can. <laughs> Dishwasher. <laughs> it's actually the uh, the sponge on your that makes sense. Kitchen Disgusting. sink. I would imagine. Yeah, that could also work for garbage bags, maybe. Garbage bags. The, uh, don't even give me start on that conversation. <laughs> the biggest waste of money in on the planet. I kind <laughs> of literally feel, buy them to throw them away. I sort of feel like uh, the sponge or the dreaded dish rag in the sink. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like that might be generational. At least I hope, because that's nasty. It is so nasty. Are you and a sponge kitchen? Only like moms and grandmas, I feel like do that now. What? Casey, are you a sponge kitchen? No. You, no. Okay. What do you use? I don't kitchen. You don't kitchen? Because you know why? <laughs> the gingerbread man who does kitchen likes that he has the sponge in the sink. He puts the dish rag over the the center of the sink, you know, oh, yeah. that like lip where he like, he gets it and he wipes something out and then he puts it back. <gasps> yeah, it's clean. You just it, put it right there. It's fine. Yeah. It reminds me of my just mom. Damp. Oh my god! I can't. I can smell. I can smell it right now. Yeah, I know. I I can totally smell it. They all smell the same. Pick it up with your two, your pointer finger and your thumb because you don't want to touch it, and you toss it into the laundry room because it's so nasty. We have one of those like the the smiley sponges. It's not from Shark Tank or whatever it is, where you can clean the spoons and all that really well. And I'll look at it every now and then, and it's all like 
dark. And, Ew, and you you can no. wash them. You wash them, but they still stay dark. They're yep. just gross. There's a reason why it stays dark. It's, uh, it was just found, researchers found the average kitchen sponge is crawling with more bacterial species than a lab Petri dish. So nasty. And no matter how much you replace your sponge, you'll always run into the same issue. So even if, you know, they, they say wash your bed sheets every three, like every Months. three days or whatever, <laughs> or towels or like bathroom towels, it doesn't matter how much you wash a sponge or have the theory that it's being soaked in dishwashing detergent or whatever soap you're using, Dawn or whatever, <laughs> that that bacteria is still hanging on no matter what. Remy, you're the science so guy. Nasty. Either way, it's that. You know what's really nasty is when people use the sponge or the washcloth to clean their sink and then oh, put it back there. I like do all that. the grime. They, they oh, use it and no. they clean off the countertops. They, Never eat at Remy's they, house. They, <laughs> like get a Clorox wipe or something. Come I just on. I only use it when I hand wash, and I only hand wash like pots and pans and things that can't go in the dishwasher. Oh, I'd be throwing those in the dishwasher. <laughs> Yeah. See, I think that's more risky than using a sponge because, like, if you have Teflon or whatever, it's not good to put that in a dishwasher. Use the brush to right. get all the, the nasty crap off of it and then have, like, a, a clean sponge maybe that you're going to use I think the brush it. is kind of in the same... But you, you're not cleaning it with the brush. You're just, like, scraping all the excess off, kind of. But I still feel like a brush is, like, then in the same vein because it's still just as nasty. But you clean it after that. The brush is just to get, like, the dust yeah, off, but then you know? The and then, and then you get the dust. You know what I mean. Get the, no. get, the, get the food off. Get your little leftovers off. Get the food off, off of it, and then you got, clean it with something else. But then you've got bits of your bagel bites stuck between the bristles for the next two weeks <laughs> until the next time. You Either way. I think the solution to this problem is just to um, just to not do dishes. Yeah. Just ever. paper everything. Paper everything. Styrofoam. <laughs> uh, biodegradable paper plates, please. Ugh. You don't ever have to wash those, right? <laughs> Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Get it together, Sam Hunt. Yikes. Sam yeah. just joined Jimmy and Tiger's Boys Club. Oh. In the worst way. Okay, what so mean? in case you haven't seen the headlines, let me just walk you through it so that you don't have to. Whole synopsis. For 14 years, Sam Hunt had this on and off relationship with a woman named Hannah Lee Fowler. In fact, she moved to Hawaii, and when she did, he wrote an entire album about their relationship and named it after their hometown. That album went number one. We still play those songs on the daily on WIL. Next, he flew to Hawaii seven times within a few months to convince her to come back to the U.S. and marry him. Eventually, she did. 2017, they got married. They never announced that they were going to have a baby. But we found out that as of right now, she's about six months pregnant, due in May. And as of last Friday, she filed for divorce in the name of adultery and inappropriate marital conduct. Come on, man. Mm. So. So Sam Hunt cheated on his pregnant wife. Yeah. And it just like would... It's never easy to take, but it's the fact that this is not his first negative headline. Yeah. And I think, it, uh, and I've, I've, we've talked about this before in country music, you kind of shove this stuff under the rug. You don't talk about it. You give people their personal space, whatever. But I feel like in this situation, like you're, this is your wife's most vulnerable time. She needs, she needs you by her side through this entire pregnancy, right? And you're off going and doing those other things. Like, it's just, ugh. 
It says a lot about a person's character, and I wanted to give Sam Hunt the benefit of the doubt in this, but nah. I've always wanted to give Sam Hunt the benefit of the doubt because I feel like we were all like really rooting for him in the sense that before he was an artist, he was a writer. Like he's written songs for almost every country artist you know. He's insanely talented. Yeah. And just can't figure it out. It also felt like a really awesome love story. Like he loved this woman so much that yeah. he was willing to go back and forth from Hawaii and you know the white maximum with the sticker on the back, you know all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Like he 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 really really loved this person and it's so weird to me that this is like we're hearing about this now when she's pregnant. Ugh. This is how it ends. Ugh. It's just it's, Do you automatically like cut him off in your mind now as an artist? With artists, it's hard because you hear negative headlines about everybody. It's all the time, yeah. But like, I don't know. Thriller comes on, you might sing along to it. Yeah. Hate to bring it up, but Jason Aldean sort of had a similar scenario about 10 years. We still yeah. hang with him. I think there is a, de there's definitely, I, I don't want to totally cancel him, but there's also, it's just very jarring for me right now. It's very jarring. And <laughs> it's the fact that at the end of the day, it's really none of our business. Yeah. We just, this is our job. But other than aside from those two people, well, I guess maybe those three people, it's not for anybody to judge. It's just that it is kind of hard because now what do you do? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel when a Sam Hunt song comes on an hour? Country's so different because it seems like the audience and the the genre is much more wholesome than yeah. like what you might get in other industries. Where other industries, this kind of thing, it's almost normal. It's yeah. common and it's it's part of the attention that those genres or industries get. Yeah, I don't feel like country music is like that though. No, it's not. It, yeah. We were just talking in the studio, like it, sports stars. Like you you're talking about other genres or industries or whatever. Sports, this happens all the time. Uh, uh, we were talking about. You know, like Michael Jackson, who had a lot of weird stuff happening in his personal life. A lot of weird stuff. Who is an amazing performer. So are you separating the performance? Are you separating the, the talent from the personal life? Yeah. Can you do that? You know, but this headline comes out and we're talking about it. So here we, we are. Yeah, we posted it to Facebook and, you know, got some of your normal comments. Mandy said, I bet breaking up was easy in the 90s. <laughs> uh, Teresa said... Everything can be fixed with forgiveness and setting pride aside. And Teresa, I just don't think you and I are on the same page. It's a little fresh right now. <laughs> but I appreciate your positivity on a Tuesday. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Bricklayers Local One. Will you earn while you learn? Visit BACSTL.com. Thank you, Casey. A new human treatment can now be used to save your dog's life. I'm going to tell you about this. Uh, coming up with your unprofessional news next on 92.3 WIL. is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. I think it's safe to say that we would do anything for our pets, right? Yeah. Pretty close to it, yeah. Maybe not my puppies, but my uh, my, my golden retriever, I would. They haven't earned that yet. <laughs> they haven't earned that, Aww. right, yeah. If your vet came to you and said, to save your dog, we're going to need to get them on Viagra, what would you say? <laughs> Explain. Wow. <laughs> Got uh, me excited. Apparently, there is a, a disorder called megasophagus, which is essentially it like closes off your dog's esophagus so they can't process food in the in the correct way. Um, and so if it's left untreated, many animals will vomit their food up or aspirate their food into their lungs, causing pneumonia or they might, it might even kill them. Aww. So there wasn't really a treatment for this up until now. 
when I don't know how this, how you even come about this, like <laughs> this treatment, but Viagra is apparently the way to go. That's crazy. This is so unheard of. So it relaxes the esophagus enough to let food pass through. And they said that they've had a lot of veterinarians reaching out about this new treatment. You know what? What works, works. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, there's a lot of a lot of veterinarians out there just like, I'm going to need to test this before <laughs> we test the dogs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what if the esophagus is loosened for more than four hours? Do you call the vet at that point? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's it's a good way to get your pet up and running again. Uh, next story. Guys, how many phone numbers do you actually know by heart? One. Well, two. Maybe four two, or five. Four. I'm at like... I still know my childhood phone number. Yeah. yeah. House phone. I'm at like two or three, I think. Uh, how many did you guys have memorized when you were a kid? Two. Oh. Really? Dozens. Well, I yeah. didn't ever need to because I grew out of that by the time that cell phones were really a thing. Gotcha. I Every remember knowing my friends, friends' home phones and their cell phone yeah. numbers by heart. Your close friends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were so many numbers. Well, in a new poll, people were asked how many phone numbers they memorized other than their own, and 31% of people said zero. 31% of people said zero. 38% said one or two. 19% said they know up to five. But because of cell phones, we just like, it's just not in our brains anymore. Yeah, but like, and also, why would it need to be? As long as you have your, in case of an emergency phone numbers plugged into your brain, I don't, I think it's taken up space. Who are the two phone numbers that you know, Casey? Mine and my mom's. Do you know your boyfriend's phone number? No. So th wow. Think of the gingerbread man though when he got his car stolen. If he didn't know somebody's phone number. Do you know Amanda's number? No. Exactly. <laughs> I know my wife's number. It doesn't matter because you know what? He knew the cop's number and that's all that matters. 911. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, got it. Uh, Blues in Philly tonight where Gloria all took flight. We'll see if it happens again. Uh, they'll take on the Flyers. Puck drop at six on your unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Reds. You can find more at 923WIL.com. All right, time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone John and Swansea, Andrew in Belleville. Andrew, you were on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today? Is it going to be Remy or is it going to be Casey? I think Remy has it today. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, got tied. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 923WIL. Andrew goes with Remy today after Casey tied it up yesterday. Seven apiece this month. We've got a new game today. It's called Who Sung It? <laughs> this is kind of a game where it's not like the big songs, you know. They're not one-hit wonders, but they're closer to one-hit wonders than superstars. Oh, so I'll wow. play the song for you, and you guys have to guess who sang it. The catch here, you get two points if you don't need the options. If you go to the options and you get it right, you get one point. Oh, okay. Are options like hints? They yeah, like so I'll give you like choice. multiple choice. I'll give you oh, three yeah. multiple choice Got options. It. All right, so here we go. Uh, Casey, you won yesterday, so this one is going to be you. Again, we just need to know who sung it. He should have thought of that before he left her all alone. If she's lonely now, she won't be lonely long. That's Clay Walker. You know the song? And you know the artist. Good start. See, that's not bad, right? That's great work. I mean, that one wasn't bad. That's yeah. not bad. Uh, Remy, this one is on you. Same thing here. We just need to know who sung it. You hit me like fire, shot me like a bullet, burn me up and down, no way to cool it. Every time you kiss me, it's like sunshine and whiskey. Oh, uh, that would be Franklin Ballard. <laughs> Look at you go. <laughs> you were all nervous about this game. All right, good start by both of you. 2-2. Two, two. 
Things get a little more difficult now, I believe. Casey, this one is on you. Let's go back a few years. Who sung it? Where moms and dads were high school flames, who gave their children grandmother's maiden name. Yes, it may not sound like much, but it's where I'm from. It's like John Michael. Give me the options. All right, your options are Brantley Gilbert. No. Craig Campbell. No. Jason Michael Carroll. Yep. <laughs> that made it easy for you. All right, Casey's got three total now. Remy, you could take the lead if you get this one correctly without the options. Uh, here is your song, Remy. Kiss this you. is a this is a good game. Sounds Thank like you. Randy Hauser. Uh, I'm gonna take options on. What the options? Okay, you've got David Nail, Hunter Hayes, or Kip Moore. David Nail. David Nail. Final answer. It's like you can see their face, but yeah. they it, weren't around quite long enough. Yeah, and you know the songs well. But once you uh, put the name, once you put, once you gave me the names, I was like, that's that is David Nail. That's his voice. We're tied three three now. Down to the final. Round Casey, this one is back to you. One, no, no pressure, no pressure here. Oh, All right, Casey, this one's on you. Who sung it? My wife wanted to kill me, but she tried to save me first. You're going if I have to drag your butt to church. I love this crazy tragic, sometimes almost magic, awful beautiful. Ooh. Yeah. Man, I know. I can see his head. I can see his. I can see your head. <laughs> oh no. His name is. Is this like Vince? Someone? What's his? I need options. You want the options? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Vince on here. You've got Gary Allen. No. Rodney Atkins. No. Daryl Worley. Yeah, it's him. Daryl Worley. Yeah. Uh, Dang it! Man. You're kicking yourself over that one, aren't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not putting too much merit on myself here. My only hope is that this one is just hard enough. That's what she said. All right. Remy, this one's on you. Who sung it? If you get it right for two, you win. You can tie it with at least one. Who sung it, Remy? Me. Who That's sung absolute it? BS, and everyone in this room knows. How is it absolute BS? It's not because I'm going to ask for options. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, with Rumi, it's never BS. You I want know, the options. I definitely know that. I feel like we've, we I play feel like that. We still play yeah, it. Yeah. Options Easton Corbin, Jared Neiman, Chris Cagle. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. It all comes down to this. Chris Cagle. Chris Cagle. <laughs> if he gets it right, he could tie it. If he gets it wrong, Casey wins. Is Chris Cagle the right answer? Let's go. Oh, wow. Let's go. So what kind of tiebreaker is this about around? No, nothing crazy today. Nothing crazy. These are the kind of tiebreakers Casey loves. Uh, we heard Frankie Ballard. 
guys got any pen, paper over there? Uh, just in yeah. case. Yeah. Frankie Ballard was on uh, one of those songs, Sunshine and Whiskey. What year was he born? Frankie Ballard? Old Frankie Ballard. Frank, Frankie B. What year? Casey's got 1985. Remy's got 1987. Frankie Ballard was born in the year 1982. No! Yeah! Yeah! He's so young feeling, though. It's Tuesday, Remy. You know this. Congratulations, Casey. That one was tough. Also, sorry, Andrew. I lost for you. John in Swansea, you get your pick of Kid Rock tickets or Mitchell Tenpenny tickets. Up to you, man. All right. Well, good job, Casey. I'm going to say Kid Rock tickets for sure. Oh, yeah. Kid Rock, Andrew, we got you those Mitchell Tenpenny tickets, and we will try again tomorrow. That was fun. That was a fun game. I actually do really like that game. We should play it again. We'll keep it in the loop. I did a lot better than I thought. Of course, that last song, I'm kicking myself for that one. That's for (laughs) sure. WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. Mardi Gras this weekend. I was watching the news last night. I was watching KSTK and they always do these polls. And the question was, are you going to Mardi Gras this weekend? 92% of people said no. Well, (laughs) you know. I I just thought to myself, I thought this was like a bigger thing. And I know it's more, I guess, if you're going to be Casey's age going out and just ripping them. But also think about the demographic that's watching the news, much less taking the news polls. They're not what going do you mean, on, huh? They're not going, going on Mardi Gras. Meat's like, I participate in every poll that KSTK puts out. <laughs> every what single one. And don't guess what one. Meat's not doing? Having fun know. on Saturday. <laughs> so Casey, you're planning on going to Mardi Gras celebrations. I love Mardi Gras. And not necessarily the, uh, you know, nastiness in Soulard part. That is, that is part of it. But mm-hmm. I think it's just a fun day in general. Today you look forward to with friends. Yeah. And family. Yeah. Mainly friends or? Mostly. It depends who on who you are, but for me, it's friends. Yeah. My family's in the Illinois side. They're like, we are not coming over there for all that. Got to cross the river for that kind of thing. Mm -mm. You don't do that. Mm -mm. Meet your sports guy. Shaq Diesel's going to be in town. Yeah. Yeah, you going to so. hang out with Shaq? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> that is the last place I will be. If there's a giant crowd like that and uh, I could possibly get stuck down there for half a day, I will not be there. But that's the fun of it. No, you go there not. knowing that. No, it's not. You go not. there knowing I'm not getting out of this until nope. at least five hours from now. I'm going to have to pee so bad, but exactly. it's going to be so much fun. And I would be the guy to put on, be put on some list for taking a pee in somebody's yard. Somebody would catch me and I'd be oh. on the naughty list all of a sudden. And I, forever, I'd be... I'd have that follow me around. People listening in their cars right now are of two minds. One is with meat and one is with Casey. Yeah. I've, I have a feeling that most people are with meat in this situation, though. Well, most people are older than me. <laughs> so, yeah, that's an easy stat. Uh, sure, but at the same but time. But what I want to know is what you're doing Saturday, Remy. I'm kind of Marty curious. I'm not going to I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I'm, I'm a little. You. Like, I've, I've gone in the past. I've done. I've done my. I've paid my dues. And I've been to Soulard Mardi Gras several times. And I've always made it out alive, which is a good thing. Right. But now I've got kids and a wife and everything, and I'm like, I don't know. It might be fun to just kind of get out for the morning. Yeah. Take the reins off of the old rim dog. We're going to be done by like two tops. Yeah. You know, get get wasty face and then take an Uber all the way back to Columbia, Illinois. <laughs> I told $90 Uber ride. Yeah. It'll be great. I told Remy, if he really was serious about it, I'd come pick him up. <laughs> 
I'd get him there safely. <laughs> well, I'm going to be out of the state uh, this weekend, so I'm. I'm oh man! Oh, I can't wh- go. Wh- why are we even talking I, about this? Because I don't. I don't know. This I thought is we Mardi were going to be this weekend. Slinging beads <laughs> and king's cake. I have so many beads at home. I have a whole hanger at, in my closet devoted to all of our media passes that we've ever gotten and beads from where'd, Mardi Gras. Where'd those beads come from? Just, you know, people throwing them at my face. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, it's too bad that they won't get any use this year. If you're at Mardi Gras, come find me. Casey's going to be in some tent somewhere with Shaq Diesel. <laughs> DJ. <laughs> uh, DJ Shaq Diesel and Casey on the on the ones and twos. I'll definitely be around. I'll be all around Sular that day. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Am I the only one that thinks that we don't need another piece of documentation on Britney Spears' life? Like, um, we don't already know pretty much everything that has ever happened to her. But is least. that her story or somebody else's story? Britney Spears is set to pen a tell-all memoir with a book deal reportedly worth $15 million. See, this is what makes it different is that she's the one doing it. And that's the only significant part because everybody else up until this point has been telling her story, but now it's her explaining it herself. So the conservatorship has been over for, what, a couple months now? Yeah. She's posting some weird pictures on Instagram. Just totally free, naked Britney. Just out there. Out there. Uh... She wants to tell her side of the story regarding the feud with her younger sister, Jamie Lynn. I didn't even know that there was a feud there until they started going at it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but she also teased that she's working on her first music project in the first music project in five years earlier this month. So if this all happens at the same time, are we all being swindled by Britney Spears? No, because no. I think people are really interested to know like her actual opinions and thoughts. So I think people that care will care anyway, and the people that care probably like her music also. And you think she's trying to capitalize on it with oh, everything? For sure. Yeah. I mean, what what's not to capitalize on? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Right. She's got new. If she's got music coming out, the story. Everybody wants to hear this story. Make it a huge deal. I guess if you have a super interesting life like she does, but it will be curated from the eyes of Britney Spears. So. This will be the first time, I think, because the, the documentaries have all been about her, right? Right. She yeah, hasn't really been involved, been involved yeah. in those documentaries. So. I would wa- or I would read this book. Okay. Would you buy this book or would you rent it from the library? Do you think the library carry Britney Spears' book? No. <laughs> Do they have it on audiobook? <laughs> yeah. In which case, exactly. sure, yeah. Uh, next story. Every day in my home, I play the game. What do the puppies have in their mouths now? Your pets eating anything that they shouldn't? Yeah, my Tim's last week. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Sore subject. Zeus at your your Timberland. And I didn't even know heels. it because the ginger no, the like the your regular ones. Boots. Oh. And I didn't know it because the gingerbread man took them to a shoe shop to get fixed before I even realized. Sneaky. And by the time I found out, they were already back in my closet, nice and stitched up <laughs> like a football. Band aids <laughs> all over. <laughs> I remember our dog when I was growing up ate the, like, when you get a roast, sometimes it comes in a net. Like, there's a net around it, and she ate the entire net. And so, you know, whenever they eat something they're not supposed to, you gotta wait for it. Gotta wait for it and see when it Mm, comes out the other end. Just make sure that it's it's all out. Uh, But a study finds that the average pet tries to eat something it shouldn't roughly four times per day. I would argue more than that for the puppies. Riley just doesn't care anymore. She's our 10-year-old golden retriever. She's just like, stay out of my way. I'm sleeping. Oh. 
Uh, 56% of pet owners will shout stop or no to try to stop their pets while I'll just open their mouth and rip out whatever's inside. And if you catch the pet, it's like they know and they'll take off. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you have in your mouth? They stop and then bolt the other way. <laughs> they know what they're doing. <laughs> they'll take off or they'll give you those eyes like, okay, I know, I know I'm wrong. It's on. I'm still treat worthy, right? Okay. Uh, the Blues are in Philly tonight to take on the Flyers. Puck drop at 6 and your unprofessional news is powered by Red's Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. More at 923WIL.com. Remy and Casey. Is there a snack that instantly takes you back to your youth? Yeah, multiple. Where do we start? Well, you mentioned one yesterday that hit me too because it's something that no one talks about, but a lot of people do. Yeah, we had a very healthy dinner, like chicken and like zucchini noodles. It was not what I needed to sustain <laughs> me for the night. <laughs> not what I wanted. I needed more. Uh, zucchini we noodles are the worst. Normally, I go for like some ice cream. We didn't have any of that in the house, so I took a a, a tortilla, a tortilla shell, uh-huh. a flour tortilla. Put some butter on it, some sugar, some cinnamon, and air fried that bad boy. And it was delicious. How long do you air fry a tortilla cinnamon chip? You just kind of have to watch it. And uh, you do it for, for a couple minutes and you flip the other side. Until so it's it gets got some crunch. Yeah, it gets perfect crispiness on each side. So wait, you did this too, Casey? I did this growing up, but with like white bread. If there was nothing else to eat in the house, you make some butter bread. Mm-hmm. Then you throw some sugar, a little bit of cinnamon on top. Boom, put her in the microwave. Just warm it up a little microwave. bit. Microwave. For so a it's few like, seconds, just so she's yeah. warm. See, oh, yeah. See, that's Casey's- how I used to do it. You roll it up with the tortilla and then put it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. This is like the. I've never had this treat in my life, guys. I've never had this treat, but Casey, more of the soggy meat, more of the crunchy. I'll go either way, honestly. Yeah. Either way. You know, it's going to be good. You know, you throw that in the microwave, it's just going to get sog. Okay. Well, you're really. This was like an eight year old's Casey <laughs> staple. Yeah. So. You haven't done it recently? I do it every now and again if there's nothing else to eat in the house. The bread did throw me off. Like, I, I'm down for some toast with some cinnamon sugar, but oh, yeah, that it, too. it would freak me out a little bit getting mushy in the microwave. But if it's good, I mean, I try it. So is this supposed a, to replicate just like a like a churro or something? Kind of, yeah. It's just a cheap little it's snack. Just like it's just like what you do when you're coming home from school in fifth grade and you're hungry, so you just throw right. some stuff together, <laughs> and next thing you know, you're 26 and you're still eating it. Go back to when you were like 23. You didn't love ramen noodles, but you ate them because you had to, and that's all you could afford or whatever. It's all you had in the house, whatever it was. My concoction was more of a savory than a sweet. It was uh, a piece of bread toasted with spaghetti sauce on top and then mozzarella cheese. And if we had pepperonis in the refrigerator, I'd do that too. That's a meal. <laughs> I told you it was more of a savory. Pizzas or spaghetti sauce, pepperoni, cheese, or, and bread. That's or, like a mini pizza. Or the best is when you make SpaghettiOs sandwiches. Have you ever had that? No. You put that a bunch was, of butter yeah. on some bread and put some SpaghettiOs, oh, and slap it on there. Butter's melting, oozing out the back. Ooh, yeah. So good. No. <laughs> no. It's like little weird things that you do, and at the time you don't think about it until you tell other people. And like, What is wrong with you? Yeah. Do you have a weird concoction? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. It could be savory or, savory or sweet. doesn't matter. I feel like everybody's got one. Yeah. I even remember my college roommates taking those um, those tuna packets and mixing them with like, like with cottage what? cheese. Ugh. But they loved it. They thought I was weird for my little sugar bread situation too. What is it for you? Let us know on the text line. It's Remy and Casey's Salute to Freedom, powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com.
Today, we want to salute Carrie Billingsley of the U.S. Army from 2004 to 2012, served overseas in Germany for three years, as well as Kansas and Georgia. He says, I was a supply sergeant in various warehouses and was a designated driver for convoys. Thank you for your service. Carrie wanted to hear some a little throwback Miranda Lambert song, so we're going to play it for her. It's Mama's Broken Heart. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kelly Clarkson's kind of in the country world, kind of in the rest of the world, too. I she's mean, everywhere. She, she's done country songs, but also she's Reba's daughter-in-law. She's got her ties here and there. She's a proud Texan, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. Okay? TV show. She, which also reminds me, on her TV show recently, she did a cover of Boot Scoot and Boogie, and I'm posting it to our socials right now, Facebook, Instagram, all that, because she did it so well. And I feel like only Kelly Clarkson can really take a cover of anybody in the world's song and just destroy it. So in find a good us, way. In, in, yeah, in a, in a good way. <laughs> like, make it even it better than it was. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson and Dan and Shay are, like, the only people that I can really put into that category. See it on our socials. Follow us at 923WIL, Facebook, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so you know that she, over the past two years, have been go- has been going through a divorce with Reba's son, Brandon Blackstock. And now that the divorce is, I think, basically final, she's changing her name completely to Kelly Brienne. Brienne is her middle name, but now it's going to be her last name. Okay, B. Because okay. she doesn't want the Blackstock part because it's associated with her ex-husband. But now she doesn't want the Clarkson part either because it's associated with her estranged father who she doesn't really have a relationship with. Hmm. Hmm. And It's interesting that she decided after all these years to do that. That's what I'm saying. Especially when you've made a name for yourself with multiple names now. Yeah, Yeah. so then it begs the question, okay, so then will she... Obviously, I think that she will keep her stage name Kelly Clarkson, but on legal documents, it might just go to Kelly Brienne. But that's yeah, confusing. Know. It is kind of confusing, but at the same time, I don't know why we just don't change our name like every month. Like we have the opportunity. We could just change our name every month. Kanye does, doesn't he? Yeah. He Kanye P. Does. Diddy, Puff Daddy. Oh, All right. that's true. What's your name of the month? I don't know. John Hammers. Nope. No? It's wow. Remus. Uh, Tank Tank Diesel. <laughs> Remus Hammers. <laughs> I don't know. Milton Bradley. That's taken. That's taken. And this is why. This is why. But anyway. Um, yeah, so as she's going through that divorce, she announced that she's going to be changing her legal name. This actually does surprise me because now her name won't necessarily match her kids' names anymore. She has two kids, one actually named Remy. You got to stop influencing these What are you doing, man? Artists. Now you've got two country music kids named after you. That's why I need to change my name to Tank Diesel and see if they follow. <laughs> you think they'll follow suit? <laughs> Russell Dickerson names his, <laughs> renames his kid Tank. Tank. <laughs> the next five Thomas Rhett children. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this bit of news surprised me, um, but we, of course, love Kelly Clarkson. And like I said, you've got to go to our socials and see her cover song of Boot Scootin' Boogie because it's so good. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Brick Layers Local One. Earn while you learn. Visit BACSTL.com. Remy and Casey. Earlier in the show, we asked the question, at what age do you think a kid is ready to start babysitting? And I feel like the overarching like number is like 12 to 14-ish. But the reason we started talking about this was because there's a mother who is now looking at jail time potentially because at the beginning of COVID, she had to make a choice. 
and that was to work and make money for her family or have her 14-year-old watch her four younger siblings. And apparently one of the kids got loose one day, you know, as they do. And the neighbor called the cops on this mom. And now she's up, you know, for prison time, apparently. So it kind of begs the question, what age do you think your children should be able to watch their own siblings, I guess? Or what age is appropriate for a child to start babysitting? Yeah, we asked on the Facebook page and everyone sounded off. The moms... (laughs) We're not having it. Basically, everybody said the same situation of depends on the child. How old is the, or I should say how mature is the babysitter, but how old are the ones they're babysitting? Um, Everybody on Facebook says it's all about having sensibility here and having that trust in your babysitter. But a lot of people are saying a lot of different things and yelling back and forth. So (laughs) what about the text line? The text line, it's almost like snitches get stitches here. We got a couple of texts coming in about uh, why the neighbor called the cops on this mom instead of going and knocking on the door. Yeah. Uh, Somebody also calls out Casey here. Casey, (laughs) how how dare you say this, this, Casey? Uh, You said something apparently needed to be done. Yeah, something needed to be done. If a 14-year-old is watching four kids for eight hours and one of them is four years old, then yeah, something probably needs to be done to like help her out. Yeah. I'm not I'm dogging the parents here. Not dogging the parents either. And I, I'm I, not dogging the 14 year old. I'm saying she probably needs no, some freaking help. I feel it's like if we're on second thoughting early this week, I would say my initial my initial reaction was she's 14. She's good to go. But this is a 14 year old with four children. She's watching eight hours a day while mom is at work for however many weeks this all happened for. Because it was while she was COVID. doing school. I know my mom is a daycare provider and I know that they set limits on how many kids one adult can handle. And I think it's like, I want to say it's like five-ish. And that's a a grown adult. You know what I mean? Uh, So this is, it's an interesting topic. There's a lot of different facets to it. If you want to sound off, go to the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. You can see it there. Or you can always text us at 314-699-4766. 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out. We talked about everything from dirty sponges today to dirty Soulard. Nass. <laughs> dirty Soulard. Love it. Casey's going to be hanging out in dirty Soulard this weekend for well, Mardi Gras. Yeah, duh. <laughs> and I say, it's not dirty. It's not, it's no, not a dirty No, it is place. dirty on Mardi Gras, and everybody can yeah. agree with that. I've only got a few more years of tolerance left for that kind of thing, so I got to get it while I can. <laughs> it's good that you know that. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, uh, we talked about uh, sponges being the dirtiest thing in your kitchen, uh, babysitting age, which seems to be a huge thing that people are talking about on Facebook right now. And they're blowing us up on the text line too. what age is appropriate for a child to be babysitting and all kind of stemmed off this crazy story. Uh, super multifaceted. You can get into all that on the Facebook page uh, and let us know if you are going to Mardi Gras or not. Uh, Casey really wants to hang out with people. She's going alone. No, I'm not. But you can- <laughs> Sounds like Casey. Absolutely. You can hang with us. She's going to be hanging out with Shaq and that's it. So ho- that- hopefully Shaq shows up. Imagine you see pictures of me at Mardi Gras and it's just me behind the DJ thing with Shaq. I, w- I imagine you like peeking out of Shaq's pocket because let's be honest, he's a big guy and you're small. Oh, so. anybody is compared to Shaq. Yeah, that's a good point. You're on his shoulders like <laughs> local DJ hangs out with Shaq Diesel all day at Mardi Gras. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> if you missed anything from the show today, make sure to hit up the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we'll see you tomorrow.